live, but from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. That's right, and welcome to episode number 90. Noventa. This was uh, 1990, man. 1990, first of all, we know we always got to mention our Mets, okay? I think it was one of the last winning seasons before we lost like 120 games. I think it was like the last time we were even in like smelling playoffs. And then it was a long-ass drought and a long-ass time being a Mets fan. But 1990 is also, what grade were we in? Like what, sixth, seventh graders by then? Six. Started to get a little bit of mustache, you know, right? getting your sideburns a little thicker. Mm. You know, you start wearing deodorant, you know? No, you have to wear deodorant. Yeah, there you go, unless you just want to smell. You have to wear deodorant. because Your white shirts start getting those yellow spots. Yeah. yeah, I hated that shit. You know, sixth, seventh grade, you know, it's where you start to get a little, you know, your body's starting to change. Oh, do I not remember that? Fucking shit. Bro. What do you think we, of with sixth and seventh grade? When I think of sixth and seventh grade, I to dread leaving classes. Cause remind you, you you're a Catholic school boy. Yeah. When you would leave class, all the girls would wear skirts. And half of them didn't know how to sit in skirts. Mm. When you're in sixth, seventh grade, that mind wanders when you drop your pencil and it falls behind you. You just look and you see a nice piece of pastrami staring at you, half opened. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like you're looking. Damn, you the girls are, those, they what? already got pastrami. Pastrami in like grammar school? Yo, they're wild. It's Catholic. I guess. Catholic wow. School. Okay. Catholic school. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. So, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to shit on your story. I, I knew, I, I, listen, there were girls in my school that were already dating like fucking 20 year olds. So it was That's like, true. Yeah, That's true. You know, so how do you think we got the girls that used to do the MTV club thing? They were That's like true. fucking 15, 16. Speaking know, of so. R. Kelly, did you hear he's going to snitch? On, he's going to snitch on other celebrities. I mean, by the time this comes out, we'll, we've already known. But yeah. right now in this moment, like we don't know who it is. And it's gonna We're dudes And everything But we love gossip Every once in a while And this is very juicy Try me Oh my god <laughs> But you know Back to 6th and 7th grade um, You know That's when your body Starts to change You know you When you're Especially as a young man You know You get what are called Spontaneous erections 
don't well, they're not that. that spontaneous. But no. anyway, they actually you can they can you know get a little you can get a little boner every once in a while just by like just being you you know yeah breathing well, and I had a little a thing will pop that, up bro. like that's what I was trying to tell you that we had like uh, we were getting ready for high school so it was junior high and a Catholic school so we would okay. change classrooms and you had to walk to other classrooms with your books okay. thank God for textbooks bro. Thank God for textbooks because that's the way you could stack your books and hide yeah, your wood. Going to class, classes, bro, from eight thirty to like eleven thirty, and sometimes what, that's the whole morning. Go. All right, because look, yeah, yeah, Jesus, yeah, you're a I would animal. rock the whole morning, and then God forbid we had to go to lunch. It's like, ah, oh, how to get this down? It's a medical. It's we're talking scientifically and medically. Studies have shown like boys at a certain age get. You know what is a minute pause podcast? They get little boners every day. Some of them not little. Like I remember me, it was in, I, re- I think it was math. I don't know what it was. I think it was my math class, 10 a.m. Every day. And I had a female teacher, which good. made things worse. No, she didn't. But, you yeah. know, you're such a horn. You're so, like your hormones are going all over the place. You're anything that is along the lines, you'd be like, <laughs> but. You were pitching your 10 at 10 every day. At 10 a.m. But it was like 10, 10, 30, 11, the latest. That's it. You're telling me you were pitching a tent. That's not a fucking, that's a circus tent. That from shit was live 8 from 8.30 to like 11.30, bro. This shit was like the cable part. guy. Yeah, but my school had these eighth grade chicks that they were no made like women already. So they had those mm-hmm. thick legs and shit. You can only imagine it. And you know, by that time, you've already seen a couple of bags. You know what's under those skirts. Stuff. Oh, I was a perv, hardcore. You Every was? guy is. Whoever, what well, I am. What do you mean you was? Yeah, I am a proud. That's one of the things I'm proud of. And guys aren't proud of that shit enough. But no. if you perv, like I think I mean, it's a, a physical perv. thing with guys though. Like I think everybody's all guys are born pervs, and you have to learn how to like control the perviness from ever emanating. Like you know, so you don't turn into like fucking creeps and shit. And that's what's how go- that's what happens with creeps. They haven't been turned. They haven't been taught how to turn down their perv. But that's what I'm saying. Even if you're turning down the perviness, you're still looking side through your peripheral. Even if you're acting like you're not looking. You looking. I'm sorry, but you looking. Because a lot of guys, when the fatty walks by and guys are around, like, you know, you look around, you look at the guy, you know that eye contact you made with the dude was like, damn, that should look good. You know what I mean? You know that's true. So, I mean, guys are pervs no matter what. I'm the real. Guys are pervs. They can't ever turn it off. Like, they subdue it. You know what I mean? But it's not turned off. So you're saying even if, if it's another dude, if you got a fatty? Well, I, I'm just talking about guys who pervs. People who pervy is what I'm trying to say. Most guys but people are pervy yeah people are pervy well thank you for that imagery now i just but let see me like tell a- you something just to what? defend myself she knows who she is i'm not gonna mention names started with a k ended with oh her last name and uh she would when i would drop my pencil she was fresh she was a very fresh girl because she hey. knew i was dropping it to take pop of a view and the thing was that i had told my friend next to me to cop a view too and she caught us looking but this is in seventh and eighth grade, six this is and like seven. six and seven. Okay, well, I have fresh girls in my school, right? So I would, after a while, it was just a thing where in the afternoon I would throw my pencil behind me, so she and could bend over, and she knew no, it was a she show. would sit there spread eagle. Say what now? 
Like, you know those girls that that's what I'm telling you, women don't know how to sit with skirts on. So she would sit spread eagle, and I would always just drop my pencil. And after a while, like, my friend would be like, yeah, you're dropping it a lot. I'm like, you would too. Both yeah. our heads were under the tables because we both would drop our desks on the floor, like, just empty it. I would grab my pencil case and just drop it. Just the whole thing, crayon, shavings. So I'd be down there, like, with the rug with tape, picking up shavings the whole time I'm having a peep show. And for our listeners that are listening right now, that might think, hey, P, don't you think that was, like, crossing a line? or That is nothing compared to the stories that we heard of when our parents were growing up. Niggas used to put mirrors on their shoes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little mirrors. They would take little makeup mirrors and put it on their shoes so they could look up girl skirts and doing the whole staircase shit. In my defense, I was like 10, 11 years old, 11, 12 years, wait, whatever. Around that time, it was in sixth grade. So it was some innocent fun. She was the same age as me. But she was also like putting it out for display. She noticed that we were doing it. and And then all of a sudden she was like, all right, she got on the floor with us. And I remember she grabbed her, my pencil case or something, and flopped it between her legs and put her skirt over it. Oh. So she was like, ah, you a man to look like you're a man to grab. You know, within, son, you know. I could play spades within yes. the minute the last. I thought you were gonna say some really racist shit. What? Because you're into black girls. No, continue. Yeah, but no, she wasn't though. It was just she was French. No, I know, but, but you said a word and go ahead. No, because my hands are quick. Right. What I'm trying to say. So the minute she said, "If you're man, you know, life is me, like spades, right? What? Either you got a good partner or you got to have a good hand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> so me being quick, I went right for it. And, you know, I, I my, a little bit of my knuckle might have grazed her leg. I went straight for my thing. I never made contact with anything else. No, but that was on her, though. That was her being. Yeah, she, yeah. she 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 fucking, you know, she was like, are you game? Like, go ahead, grab a big man. Wow. And big little man did went she to know me. you were you were the game. Exactly. So I put my hand in there and the minute I was snatching out, she like grabbed my, my wrist as I was pulling out. She was like, <gasps> and I'm like, you told me to do it. She was like, I didn't think you were. I'm like, well, you know, for next time. <laughs> and then it just Whoa. ended. It was cool kid it fun. It was cool. Okay. It was cool fun. We did a lot of fun. We did a lot. By that time, remember, that whole reggaeton and dance humping started, so we we're getting. Yeah, no, it was a different. It was a different time, man. It was a. It was more innocent sexuality. It wasn't absolutely like, yeah. like the stuff we the now is pretty. Age. The stuff now is pretty aggressive. You know, it's like okay. Got- and I just want to say me too right now because around that time, a lot of girls in my class started grabbing me. Like they, used, I used to always get my ass grabbed in class. Like as I walk by, chicks would grab my ass. Here's what you don't understand about PP. Always had that hair. He had straight hair, and he always had long and girls were always into that shit and he would yeah, come in with have, his little baritone voice crotch. right yeah, they would, they he would come crotch. in with his baritone voice like yeah long hair and they just want a piece of Pete they'd want a piece of him and they'd grab at him but when Pete grabs back then there's a problem Pete grabs back then you gotta go tell the teacher he exposed himself lying it was only the head I put out I wasn't even <laughs> my falls they saw that was bullshit I didn't believe I got suspended anyway we're not talking about that right we're now we're not talking just... about that. let's not incriminate ourselves alright yeah. let's let's you know what? Let's go into. We have another question that's been sent in by one of our listeners. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for the input. 
I'm, so, I'm I mean, I'm telling you, you send us the questions. You know, we got a couple more, but I want to spread them out throughout the shows. We're excited because people are like participating in the show. And we love we love finding out that we have listeners. This is great. And every uns- listener we counts, love to right? unstick our pages. Listen, every person has two ears. If you could just give us one. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. You could spare one. Not everybody has two. Not everybody has two. I mean, I don't mean to be like, you know what I'm It's a metaphor, guys. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I, we don't want to get sued by one by one-eared people. Okay, so this question is coming to us from uh, Instagram at jmmieles6. What's her real name? You're asking me. Yeah. Just, let's leave it at Jess. Okay, Jess. When it comes to friendships and relationships, how do you feel about staying friends with exes as you start new relationships? Ooh, they get juicier and juicier. Well, here's what I'm it's liking. Like- We're actually getting advice questions to two of the possibly worst people to have relationships with. But not, not, yeah, this, this is not our category, but we, we're very opinionated in it. Oh, it's not our strength? <laughs> we know nothing right. about it. It's not our strength, but we're going to tell you a whole shit a lot about it. Uh, P, you want to take it first? You want to answer that first? What do, what do you, how do you feel? How do you feel about, because I think also like the situation calls for a lot of little variables, right? Because it could be like. It's an onion. Once yeah, again, it's you an be friends onion. With, now you could be just be friends with somebody and you like had one night with them and maybe that's how you became friends. Maybe you. You realize you were better friends than lovers and you stopped dating and stayed friends. You know what I'm saying? Like as adults, that can happen. Or do you feel, I mean, that goes into in general. Do you feel if men and women can be friends? Uh, you know, but let's I go believe, to the question. How do you feel about staying friends with exes uh, as you start a new relationship? It depends on the emotional connection you guys had. You have to know each other, I believe. And if, I don't know, some people say, you know, I'm good with it. I'm cool with it. But deep down, they're hurt. They're hurt. I mean, don't get me wrong. Certainly relationships have to happen. If you have a kid in common or something, you got to stay in touch with that person so that kid's 18, you know, or kids are 18. Right, kids, all right. That's another That's another wrinkle. So kids right. are a wrinkle. It's an Absolutely. So, but, but I think it has to do more with the new person coming in than actually what's already been established. Yeah, because you got your little crew going already. You guys are cool with each other. You've been intimate. You, whatever. And you got the new person coming in. And How cool is that person going to be with you? Yeah. Then you get that name so well, so and so. You know what I mean? Why don't you go ask so and so? Or mm-hmm. you know, so puts you in a weird, puts them in a weird situation. Then it puts you in a weird situation where you're gonna have to shake that other person off, and then they're gonna say, "Oh, he was he or she was a dick because we were friends before he even got with them," and blah blah blah. So tell you the truth, I haven't stayed in touch with too many people that I have been in a relationship with. I don't want to say relationship that I've swapped fluids with. Yeah, that's different. You know, right? No, it's all different fluids from everywhere. You know, so well. That's another thing. It's there's sex and then there's relationship. And I don't think I don't know, but with everybody, I just it's not even that I we have ended shit bad with people. It's just I guess interest gets lost and we lost touch. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Like I don't think I've shit on anybody too bad. Right. I, not that I remember. I hope not. If I do, I know I'm still paying. For, I have. I have. But <laughs> I know I have. Jesus. But yeah, I guess I'm still paying for them. But that's why I'm about peace and love. Yeah. So 
look again, like you said, there's a lot of onions. I say no. I say no because if it's an ex and I'm not getting that, and I might try to go back and be like, yo, come on now, just so you know. shouldn't be friends with exes. I don't think so because that's a crutch. It leaves you in a weird crutch, and then that's not. Then emotionally, you're not stable. That person's not going to be stable. Okay, but what if you? All right, but what if y'all already again? But what if it's a situation where you already had a relationship with that person, and you know you can't be lovers, like you know you can't, you can't be, you can't fuck around, like it ain't. It doesn't go work out with you, but y'all can still be friends. Y'all can still really be good friends. No, because it's really hard to be with a person. Let's say it's an ex-girl you're with mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. You know she's a beautiful person, blah, blah, blah. But it just can't work out between you two. And y'all mm-hmm. still, whatever, friends and whatnot. You're going to fucking be that friend of hers when she meets that dude that you don't like or whatever. Or you think he's a dick or you know this. You know he ain't taking her seriously. You're going to be like, listen. As your friend, not because I'm jealous of her. And then it turns into that whole shit where she's going to tell him, well, Jerry, dad, because da, da, da. Yo, he's jealous because he still want to get with you. That's why, because right. I ain't together. That starts that shit. So avoid all problems and just don't. Okay, because if you're gonna start fresh, you just start fresh and start the page fresh. No need I mean, to like no, but sometimes you can't again. Sometimes you can't because there's kids involved. Well, that's know? that's what I said. It's not even different. Sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't. So you yeah, but you know the what? The there's a thing too though, because if you're co-parenting, I guess you would call it, it's a very thin line where if you guys are no longer together, if you guys are still having relationships or whatnot, that's something that makes it very well how about this because well, then the person's still in your life in that other way you know what i'm well, saying well how about this no but not me well how about this like i don't know you know you have your own relationship with your child's mother correct right and the minute we broke up we never ever right like i know we kept it as friends uh-huh, and it was and like we just, all right yeah, well we here's what respect. i'm here's where here's what i'm here's what i'm gonna here's what i'm about to say and regardless of whether you did or not it's that that's not where i was going but Regardless, because she is the mother of your child, there's a certain regard that you will always hold. Like, you're always going to have to have that love for that woman because they were responsible for having... I mean, that's how I feel. You understand what well, I'm saying? Like, definitely. Definitely. So because other, there was something there when you made the baby. Well, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. So but then, that. <laughs> right. But then you have to have somebody that's emotionally mature enough coming in to handle that. Meaning that isn't there anymore, but there was a moment that that was. And regardless of who comes in, I'm all that I'm always going to have like a place and priority placed on that woman because she's the mother of my. You understand what I'm saying? Like, so the next person has to be able to handle that shit that is like, yo, if we're not together, we're not like I'm not hanging out with this next person. But just in case I might go back to the you understand what I'm saying? Like that relationship is over for a reason, but you got to be able to handle that. Like sometimes me and this woman are going to talk about things and handle things like we are in a relationship because we kind of are for our child. Like we have to be for our child. There's things that we have to go in co-parenting and that's a relationship. It's not a sexual relationship. It's a relationship. I I do feel kind of funny, you know, guys and girls being friends sometimes is always like, you know, because, you know, guys are scumbags, generally speaking. And we're speaking from experience. We know how guys think we need, you know. So in a nutshell, what we're saying is it depends. (laughs) No, but we're both saying no at the same time. Like we're both saying like it's not a good idea. It's not. Because there's always exception to the rule. You may be on some legit shit, but there's always. Shit happens. 
And after is, a couple of shots, you know, four, are, you five know, shots, all, you're happens. always gonna have that moment with that. Like you have to remember, you know, it's not always like a magical moment when a person has a child with another person. Once you do sharing that moment of sharing a child is a special moment, and it's a special thing. And it's the next person got to The only way you could compete with it is if you have a kid with that person too. And now you'll know, you know what I mean? And and then it'll be like, you won't even feel like, okay, you know, you'll know where you stand. This is an interesting question, man. Very good. Thank you once again to add JM Mieles six on Instagram. Give her like a like a follow or some shit. I don't know. She's she's things that make you go. Hmm. Things that make you go. Hmm. Thank you for the love. Yeah, man. That was a pretty, uh, I mean, because it's, I mean, we've all been there. Oh, we've been Here's the there. other thing, too. Like, you know, like I've been in a situation where like, yo, you got to block this person because it's your ex. I think that's giving them too much energy. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't need you. Why would you even want? You have to be emotionally mature to be able to handle exes that are still in the lives of other people who mm. sometimes might say like more time than needed. From that, say like there is no kids involved. Okay, now there's a problem. (laughs) Right, that's a problem, problem. right? Okay, that becomes an issue. Okay, but here's the other part. Like, I also think there shouldn't be so much expanded energy on certain negative things. Like, I've never been a person to block anybody. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I've got blocked because they feel a certain way, and but I've never gone out of my way to block somebody because I feel like that's giving them an energy. And if I'm over them, I'm over them. I don't care if they're looking at my pictures and then my stories and all this other stuff because. I'm I'm living my life. If anything, you're noticing I'm living my life without you, you know, and it's not even on some spiteful thing. It's on some like, I'm just not going to give you that energy to be like, it affects me. You affect me so much still that I can't even see you or look at you or have you looking at my shit because you could always mute people too. You know what I mean? If it's really affecting you that bad, you can mute people on your timeline. But to give somebody- Don't let them Mark Anthony you. What's that mean? Don't let the man crush you. What he did to us. Yeah. Mm. It's true. It's true. Don't it's don't true. give them your time. Don't not worth. I'm just saying, don't be don't waste negative energy on exes either. You know what I mean? Like if you moved on, you moved on, and if you still have to talk to them for whatever reason, talk to them. Then it shouldn't be a thing where you blocking each other. That's so fucking petty, bro. Like if you're gonna block somebody, just unfollow them. That's it. Like you know, unfriend. That hurts more. <laughs> I mean, it's not even that. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. Think I don't know how that's like. I think blocking. Is. I think blocking. Listen, every time I get blocked, you know what I think. And I'm telling you this because this is what I think. I'm like, damn, you thinking about me like that? Like you can't even, you can't even have me around your shit. Like I mean that much to you. I'm causing that much friction that I got to be blocked. Like I can't even. So you're see not even your reaching shit. out. You're not even right. I'm not out. even reaching out. Like, come on, man. Okay, so thank you once again to JMLs. We could talk about that shit all day. Anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, the clever man, Rob. Keep sending me those news, bro. <laughs> Just do it during the day. Don't do it so late because I'm sleeping and I get them late. Yeah. I want them fresh. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. But um, thanks a lot, bro. Uh, shout out to uh, all of you guys. If you're listening, just give yourself a pat on the back. And thank you, guys. Uh, other than that, we'll see you the next one, on the next show. Yeah, a couple shout outs. A couple shout outs to our fellow podcasters out there. Uh, Four year anniversary for Ladies Who Bronche. Congrats. Congrats. Like I said, I I was checking out the 
Smartest podcast. They were doing their thing over there. Shout out to them. To the OGs. Oh, and to uh, the Rick H, the whole squad, the whole Uptown Live squad. Rebels Perspective, Ellie Joss. I am going to soon be on Ellie's show. She's she's doing some dope shit over there. I know the homie for a long time. Um, right. And to the OGs, LOL, man. Latinos Out Loud. Rachel, Frank, Jamie. What up? Miss y'all family. We just... We're doing it out here, man. Fellow podcasters. I read you. <laughs> Not Jamie. I don't know Frank. We need to have Jamie on. Oh, you we need to talk to Frank. Frank needs to come on here and kick some conspiracy shit. Like, just you, you just have you ask him questions. On you know, I'm going to look at you like, is that a look? <laughs> yeah, the whole show. Now, nah, Frank, Frank, Frank got his own thing on. So kudos to him. Shout out to him. He's always showing love. But anyway, that's it, man. Subscribe, follow, listen. You feeling good about this one, P? I always feel good about all of them. That's right. You would rub yourself on this one? I f***ing jizz all over it. Forget rubbing. I jizz. Oh, <laughs> you got to fight. You get to... <laughs> That's the way I wanted. It's a progressive love game. Yo quería un besito y me lo metiste en el cu... <laughs> yo, all the way, man. It's, like that, it's like, so much to give. It's I was like, yo, ready. can we kid? I was like, yo, can we make out a little bit? And you were like, whoa, boom. Oh, came on you. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get out of here. This has been another unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We're not licensed or insured. That's right. We have humbly been your host. It has been me, Jerry D I A Z, aka El Modifoca. And I am the 16th letter, P. Meow, meow. (laughs) (laughs) And to quote the great Robert Bird once said, listen, if you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember, you always have us. Biker boys, they ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Because here we show no mercy. We strike first, we strike hard. Till next time. Vaya. Vaya. Go. Dios. Dios.